Good morning. Welcome to the Edwin Elder Library Podcast. This is Sister Lisa, your host. And today, as we're pointing people to the cross, we are going to continue reading in our, from my notes, in Dream Shards, Your Dreams Have Shattered. What Now? by Sister Shirley Buxton. What I do is, I, as I'm reading various books, I have a little journal that I write notes as I'm going along. And then on my podcast, I read from my notes and then I might ad lib as well. This is a pivotal time to be honest with yourself. Have you made significant progress toward your dream? Is this the right dream? If not, maybe it's time for redirection. Now, that's new, new, new goals and vision. Take spiritual responsibility for your ministry. Wow. Take spiritual responsibility for your ministry. Ministers of the gospel have in their daily care the very souls of men and women who will live forever. People don't always do what we want them to do or think what we want them to think or say what we want them to say. But no matter how annoying that could possibly be from time to time, we've got to remember those are souls. We've got to treat those people with the same love and care as a newborn baby, as a, um, as a plant in your garden. Um, we have to cultivate and nourish and encourage one another. And so you have to remember that as we're going through life because what is our spiritual ministry? Is our calling on our life for us alone? No. We are to be a light in the world, a light in the darkness. Um, we're supposed to... Uh, Share the love of Jesus however we can. And that's where our focus is. That's where our focus is. The very souls of men and women who will live forever, either in heaven or in hell. The work of God is universally more important than we are individually. In in and of ourselves, none of us. None of us. Um... This is a hard thing to say because none of us are like super, super important, but yet we're all important. We all have our role. We all have our our goals. We all have our duties. We all have our callings, our gifts. And so together, our whole, the whole universal point of all of us, all of us is winning souls. And then those souls finding their place in Christ to win more souls. Each one reach one, that kind of concept. That is what it's all about. Even Paul realized a time to move on in his um, in 2 Corinthians 13 11. I did not look that up, but you can look that up. Apologize to anyone you may have hurt. Oh, Lord, if we've hurt anybody, God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that we have forgiveness. Lord, help us not to hurt people. That is not our motive and goal in life is to see people crumble and fall or hurt and I see. I I personally see hurts over this political thing going on, uh, divisions among our own family, divisions among the own the same party, and it, it's it's painful and it's hurtful and it's it's useless. It's actually it's useless because whatever is going to be is what's going to be, whatever it is going to be is what it's going to be. But no matter who is president, Jesus is king. I know that tell those people that's having those issues that they don't want to hear that right now. They think they think otherwise. No, they don't, I, I don't think that. Okay, I don't think that they think that otherwise, but they think that they can make a difference in what's going on. 
That's what I meant. They they still think that Jesus came. They still know that Jesus is king. I almost came out wrong. But yeah, anyway, so I pray for them. I pray for their peace because that's what it is. I see their lives are not peaceful right now. I see that their lives are in turmoil because over this whole issue. So we pray and that we and we don't add to it. Don't add fuel to the I don't talk anything political around them people. I don't even say, no matter who's president, Jesus is king, because I don't want to stir up strife with them, even though I know that no matter who's president, Jesus is king. We have to be careful. We have to be walk gently and just keep on praying because you know. Pray that God will give them peace. Pray that God will give them. Not everybody's going to win this political thing because there's so there's so much division. There's so much um, strife. Um, there may be wars and, and rumors of wars. There may be an out and out um, uh, communist. It may it may become socialist and communist, and we may lose everything that we personally know. And love and cherish, but it's souls. Souls is what is eternal. Souls is where we focus on. Souls is our goal. Many dreams shatter through no fault of any one person. That goes along right with what I'm just talking about. Many dreams are going to be shattered during this um, political thing. It is merely a reflection of a fallen world. Amen, amen. This is a definitely a fallen world. It is. Our hope is not in this world. Our hope is not in this life. Keep humble. Be repentant. Remember, I did a few years ago. I did a. Uh, maybe you don't know, but I did a like a little Bible study. God gave me your hand. You look at your hand. You got five fingers. Well, let's just use your thumb for example. Thumb stands for re- repent. We've got to repent. The next finger, forgive. We have to repent ourselves, and we also have to forgive others who forgive um, her us. Uh, our tall man, middle finger, mercy. Uh, we got to thank God for the mercy He gave us, but we also got to give mercy to other people. Uh, the next finger, grace, grace. Thank God for His marvelous grace, and we also got to extend grace to other people. And our pinky, hope, hope. We've got to have hope. That is the whole focus we got. Um, faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Because I had asked God when I when He gave me that, I'm like, "What about faith?" And then that verse right there, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of not seen." So it's there. And then between our five fingers, L O V E, love. Everything has to be done with love. If we don't have love, we have nothing. You know, so that's that's something I added a little bit in there, but that's true. So remember that as we keep humble and that we forgive others, and that we and that we don't do anything to stir up strife, that we don't add to the uh, fuel to the fire, but that we kind of just stay calm, stay peaceful, kind of stay out of the mix. But pray. Oh, we're still involved, very much involved through prayer because we can't change anything, but God can change everything. I've thought more than once on this journey during these last few tremendous these months of just total chaos it seems like in our world i've thought more than once about esther about mordecai about haman you know it looked like time was up for the jews it looked like all hope was gone but god sent esther he put esther in a position where she could go she went before the king and she was able to save her nation she was able to save her people 
And the very man who had gallows built to hang Mordecai, he was the one that was hung. And I believe that God sent men and women, prayer warriors, to such a time as this, that we can go before the throne and say, God, if there's any hope for our nation, if there's any way, God, Lord Jesus, that you could extend extend our time on earth, yes, if that's what we if that's where we really want to be. We think we think we want things to go on, but we really know that heaven is our home. We really want to go to home, but we don't want we don't want to see our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren to those that that applies to. We don't want to see them suffer. We want we want Jesus to either come get us out of here or we want peace on earth. We want peace on earth, but you know, he could right now. It looks like uh uh-uh, uh looks like that's the end of the rope for the. Uh, democracy that we've known it looks like this the end of the republic it looks like it's going to communism and socialism is going to take over it looks like whoop but you know it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be if it's not if god hears our prayers if our prayers are sincere and in the will of god it all comes back to the will of god god can turn it around it looks like it's going one way but you know in the until god says it's over it's not over so there, there's your hope. There's your hope. There's your, there's our hope that we're not in charge. God is large and He's in charge. That's what I said a lot last last year during my um, during my times of devotional. And that was my my core theme. And you know, even though we went to a new year and our we got um, the coming of age to age, Jesus is coming and He's been here from everlasting to everlasting. God, robed in flesh, a God has been here from everlasting to everlasting and he wrote himself in the flesh and came to earth as Jesus. But we know that he is the same yesterday and today and forever. Now that's what I do talk about on Sundays. I'm not really not used to putting that in my podcast as well. But if it's time for us to move on, are those dreams, whatever hopes, visions, whatever plans we have our, for our future, whatever goals we had set for ourselves, if you know Things change, things change, but it's time to move on. Shake off the very dust from your feet. Jesus warns that some will reject the message of salvation. Your your job is taking the gospel, even though some will not hear. Luke 9 and 5, that's the truth. We just got to put it out there and let God. We plant the seed, some sow, some water, but God gives the increase. increase. The fulfillment of your dream is not dependent on those who reject you. Your job is to teach, preach, and love. Love. Perfect love casts out all fear. Yesterday we talked about that. We talked about yesterday. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is fear. A lot of times I think that's what it is. People are fear. They're afraid. They're afraid of what tomorrow might hold. They forget that Jesus holds tomorrow. No matter what tomorrow holds, we know who holds tomorrow. But some dreams, some dreams that we might have had when we were younger, shattered forever. We have to acknowledge some shattered dreams cannot be repaired, at least not without divine intervention. God may be saying, I'll take over from here, or you rest a while, or you you decide the shattered dream can never be restored. But you know, even sometimes, even when we think it's over, it's not over till God says it's over. You got to remember that. God can then give new vision, but he can. He can give new vision, or, or he can stir up those, those gifts that's within you. Uh, 
he can give you a vision. Maybe maybe you had a huge dream or something like that, but maybe you can start off small. Maybe he can give you one that you're able to nourish and bring to completion. That's how you that's what you do with your daily goals anyway. You set up your list of to-do list and when you have that whole chart, it's like it looks impossible. But you start doing the easy ones. You start you start doing the easy ones, mark those off, and then pretty soon, you know, you got done or or if it's a priority, maybe one of your harder jobs is priority. Well, go ahead and do the harder one. Go ahead. Whatever's top priority or whatever's the easiest. Whichever one you can do to make the most progress in your day. You do those. And you will get through them. Completion. And also, I was thinking about that. Paying off bills. It's the same way. If you have a lot of credit card debt, you start paying off the, uh, the smallest credit card. Then you take the money that you was paying to that and you add it to the one to the next one and go for and so forth until you get them all paid off. So there, get you a little bit of financial advice as well. But we here's a little hope. You have those broken dreams. If you think that there's little hope and those broken dreams are day, graveyard dead, Despite utmost intelligent, sincere efforts, it is unlikely that those dreams will be anything more than shards. Yes, you can still pray, have positive hopes, and hand off advice to others that have similar situations. Do not be unwise and frustrate yourself by trying to force dreams and goals to other your dreams and goals onto others. For all sad words of tongue and pen, the saddest are these, it might have been. John Greenleaf Whittier You'll never know what you can do unless you try. You'll never know. And so many people that do things, they give up right before they're at their goal. Right before the page turns in their life, so to speak. Keep on keeping on. If you know God called you to it, he's going to take you through it. A great fire destroyed much of the work of Thomas Edison, who had worked for 10 years on a storage battery. Fire erupted in the film room. Everything was destroyed. Edison, at 67 years old at this time, he looked at the ruins and said, All our mistakes are burned up. Wow, what an outlook. What a way to look at it. He thought, All of our mistakes, because it hadn't been working, I guess. All of our mistakes are burnt, burned up. Thank God we can start anew, he said. Wow. In fact, I didn't write it down, but in the book, I, I remember uh, he told somebody to go get his wife. He said, Bring her out here. She, we, ne- she ain't never seen nothing like this, talking about the big blaze. She ain't never seen a fire like that, so they was even enjoying, just enjoying the, the blaze of the workshop, whatever, blowing up. Oh, my word. I'm telling you, that was a different kind of mindset, wasn't it? But look, amazingly, three weeks later, after the fire, Edison managed to deliver the first phonograph. <laughs> he did not give up in defeat, did he? That's awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, my lands. Oh, to be like an Edison. We can be. Don't give up. Whatever you're going through in life, don't give up. Keep on keeping on. Keep on trusting God. Well, that's all I have for today. There is a little bit more here, but I'm going to bring over into tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going to start chapter 8. All right. Thank you.